1: Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka
2: Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioca, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always here on the show. The uh, Our philosophy and our motto is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. and And, and that's... That's really what you want to try to do to try to build up your wealth and to try to get things going. I'm not getting in the headphones. The uh, and, and so, uh, but that that's the important thing to do is is to build that up. And and, and uh, we started out uh, the we this week we we've released our max out savings report. And one of the first things we talk about is the importance of starting out the new year. Uh, Saving as much as you can for retirement, and uh, that's ten percent plus the company match if you 're not there now's a good time to do it now if you don't have the money to do it now's a good time to restructure your spending to try to be able to get to that point to do it and uh, we really we, we've seen some some of the latest uh, savings numbers have really been disappointing because people are just spending way too much money uh across the board and uh after after when we started out the the savings rate was at record low Golly, it was in back in 2000 2060 2006 2006 it was a long time ago it was a long time ago uh and uh we built up uh the max out Savings show to be one of Houston's most popular uh financial radio shows out there and uh really it 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 sits there and... You know it, what we really wanted you to do is we really wanted to save you money and 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 help you save money and build up wealth. That is really the key to it, and uh, that is the key to building up the wealth and, and getting you where you want to go. So, if you're not at that savings rate, now's the time to do it. Uh, you get looking at you know a, a, a rapidly changing world, as we talked about. Uh, the 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 world is Moving to the point where, where if you don't save money and build up wealth, you're you're basically you're going to be depending on the government. And, and 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 if you notice, we've made zero zero progress toward building up a say a restructuring our 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 payments in this country, our entitlements in this country, and yet a tremendous number of people live on those entitlements. And we can't afford those entitlements, which include social security, includes Medicare. Uh, it includes Medicaid, uh, all of these, these things, the disability payments. Eventually, they're going to catch up with the United States. And so if you're depending on the government to help you out, it's not going to happen. And more disconcerting, really, than anything else out there is the people that are going to bear the brunt of this – are going to be the working people because they're going to be the ones they're going to be asked to pay for it, and they're also going to be the ones they're going to get stuck and they're going to get their benefits cut over time. And, and so, uh, this is really a concern. Uh, you know, we've got the elections coming up here uh, this year. We've got a whole Congress uh, in general. Uh, it, you know, the conservatives have really been on a roll, winning a lot of stuff out there. Uh, this is why you're seeing the the the, the Democrats completely freak out. Uh, It's it's fascinating this week to see to see uh, several major Democratic leaders basically just melt down. And, uh, you know, one of them completely lost it over the president using some, you know, foul language to 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 describe countries that really are just complete basket cases. And another one basically released secret. Testimony that was uh, that was uh, off the record, uh, closed door hearings that was 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 secret testimony, and and just released it anyway and didn't even care, didn't pay attention to the law or anything. They're becoming increasingly desperate. Uh, and I, and I think people are seeing through what they're, hap- what they're happening. They're seeing what we need to do to get the country going. We're making good progress on regulation. We're making great progress on taxes. It, it, that's really exciting. Tax bill coming up. And and, and conservative ideas are now starting to come from back to the future. Look, one of the things, and we talked about this on the show, is one of the things that's been out there is has been that in the world today, We've had a good stock market, and the market's cut and asset prices are all time high levels and it really we've we've written about this and talked about it in our max out and report, really nineteen ninety nine nineteen twenty nine levels it doesn't mean it can't go higher. Uh, in here, but extremely high valuations. Why is that? That's because the Federal Reserve has flooded the world with money, and the central banks around the world have flooded the world with money. They've taken rates in in many countries to below zero, something in 5,000 years of economic history. And we've got, surprisingly, some of this, you can go back 2,000 years, probably 2,300 years with pretty good Accuracy, believe it or not. I mean, if you really dig down and look at it, I mean, I can go through different conferences and things that have happened in 300 AD, and, you know, they'll tell you what the weather was that day. And, 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 and And so we kind of know how things well, all of a sudden, the Federal Reserve and the central bank said, "Look, we can manage the economy and plan the economy and what they did is they embarked on record low interest rates to try to push up asset prices and and what we'll do is we'll make the wealthy wealthier and then it'll trickle down to the to 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 the poorer people uh you know kind of like Ronald Reagan says, if we let people keep their money and cut taxes, then they'll work harder, and everyone will become richer i mean this is kind of a bastardization of that policy and the reason I bring that up is is because we went through eight years of basically creeping socialism in the United States that was disguised by central bankers goosing up asset prices. Now we're starting to turn the other direction. That doesn't mean asset prices are going to continue to go up because they've already gone up because they've been artificially manipulated higher by the central banks around the world. And now that we're moving back, we're deregulating the country, we're, we're cutting taxes. This is very bullish for for – the, the U.S. economy—it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, 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 it's very bullish. There's lots of places around the world that got U.S. companies, factories. They got U.S. companies, jobs. They—they—they they, they got American. Uh, companies moved their headquarters to because we had the second highest tax rate in the developed world well then it wasn 't even a comparison to anyone else and so so what you saw, much like the the 1980s tax bill under Ronald Reagan, where people were doing stupid things to on real estate, it was great back then you could actually you could put down like you could invest like twenty five thousand dollars and get a half a million dollar, a $250,000 deduction off your taxes. And so people were putting down $25,000 to buy a building. Back then, that was a lot of money. Uh, They would get to deduct all the tax. They they would do all these, these levered tax deals, which were stupid real estate deals just for the taxes. What we've seen in the last... 10, 15 years is corporate America has been doing one stupid deal after another, moving out of the United States to take advantage of, of the tax disparity. That's gone. So what you could see is you're going to see things slow down elsewhere, and you're going to see things probably accelerate here. But that's not as quite as good for the markets because they're already up, and, the, and interest rates are starting to move up in here. And this is something that we're seeing. We write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Uh, at at uh, which we send out. If you, if you didn't get the, the outlook for 2018, uh, go to maxoutsavings.com. You can sign up for the free report. We have all, talk, talk about all types of things in this report. We talk about about the economy. We talk about uh, savings and investments. We talk about uh, RMDs, required minimum distributions if you're over 70 and a half, what to do with it, how to minimize it. Uh, we, in 2007, we were talking about how investment banks were going to fail and we laid out a case of how it was going to happen and exactly why. Nobody on Wall Street did that except us. And this is a free report. Wait. Back in uh, back in 2016, we predicted Donald Trump was going to win in the reports, and we talked about it on this show. So there's a lot of really good stuff when we explained why. Uh, you know, it, we, we explained on the, actually on the radio show after the uh, after the Republican uh, the Democratic convention. I think it was Republican convention. I said, look, if Donald Trump can get through the next three weeks, the, pre, the, 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 the press is going to throw everything they can at this man to, to destroy him. If he gets through the next three weeks, he's going to win the election. We were right we put a lot of good stuff in this report we we write it to help you out so if you're not on our free max out savings report go to the report uh, uh request on uh, maxoutsavings.com and sign up we're not going to call you we're not going to send you anything except the report once a month that's maxoutsavings.com now one of the things that we uh we wrote about in this report was the the interest rates what have we been just talking about The tax changes in Donald Trump are very good for the economy. Barack Obama was good for the stock market because you you flooded the world. The Fed flooded the world with money, and so it was artificially manipulated higher. In this case, what we're doing is we're moving the tax system and the government more toward creating jobs, plant and equipment, research and development and building up the real economy. That, that, that you know, there's two. There's a financial economy and there's a real economy. The financial economy is stock market prices, and, and stocks, assets, uh, art, various things. And then there's there's the real economy, which is jobs, plant, equipment, working people, factories, uh, all those type of things, distribution channels th- that make the things that bring you things that that price things. The real world, and so what? What's happened is, is under the Obama administration, we created an illusion that things were better. They were never better. Do you realize that under Barack Obama, we had the worst recovery since the nineteen thirties? It's it, it. We we went through. I I, I want to say it was. We didn't have more than an average of two and a half percent growth rate per year, something like that, during Obama. That's never happened in the history of the United States. Uh, and. Even during the Depression, they had better growth rates. So they created this artificial economy so that the stock prices went up. The media would come out and tell you how great it was and how wonderful it was. And even though you weren't getting a raise, you didn't have a job, you were losing your job. They wanted you to create this illusion. Now we're going back to reality. But the reality is going to change things. It's going to make interest rates are going up. There's more demand for money. And so what that's going to do is, and the Fed is pulling back because they've been subsidizing money, they've been pushing the price back, they've been buying bonds to try to to force rates lower. Your highs in Europe, they still have huge number, a number of com- countries with short term negative rates. I think the ten year in Germany is like point four percent, 04 percent. So uh, to put that in perspective, if I give you a hundred thousand dollars worth of government of German bonds, I get four hundred dollars a year. Uh, yeah, is that right? Four, yeah, four hundred dollars a year. That's right. Yes, wait, a uh, hundred thousand times four. Yeah, point four percent. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And, and so that that is the world that that we live in, and that world is starting to change. And this is what this is what you have to understand. And so what we're seeing now is we're seeing economies start to pick up speed. We're seeing interest rates go up, it, and what that's doing is. Is, yeah, $400. That's still so low, it's hard for me to even imagine that. But what we're seeing is rates are starting to go up, and we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. The 10 year bond. Is now breaking out a third, a twenty-five thirty-year trend line, a twenty-five year trend line. It's breaking out above that, which means the thirty-year bull market in bonds is starting to end. Does that mean interest rates are going to skyrocket? No, but this is a thirty-year process, which means things are going the other direction. Which means inflation is going to be going up, interest rates are going to go up, and the world's not as friendly to bonds. And that is not since rates are going up, that's going to affect the market. Since we have the highest rates in history. Tell what, Let's take a call from Oscar to 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. Hello Oscar?
3: Yeah, good morning Ted. Morning. Hey Ted, if if the if the 10-year treasury goes to 3%, uh how what is, is it's going to be competing with uh, with equities then? Yeah. Uh, uh you know that remember that two steps in a stumble thing? Yeah, yeah. Uh, is that your main in today's thing? Uh, you, what at what at what level do you think it's going to be problematical for equities? That's the one question I well, have for you. Well,
2: you know, the two steps is the Fed raises for the Fed funds twice, and then you you, you get a stumble on the, on the markets. They kind of they don't right. believe it. And and we're, we've we've had a couple rate hikes since then. Uh, I think. Look. This two fifty, this two fifty level. Bill Gross, I think, was he said the bill, the bond market was gonna bull market, the thirty year bull market in bonds was gonna end at two and a half percent. Jeffrey Gunlock is saying, I think, two point six or two point six three percent. You know, those two are kind of the bond kings out there. They go back and forth, uh, and, and so right now we're we're at a uh, a two point five something on, on the rates in two point five two it's been as 2.59, close to 2.6 a couple times this week. It was there Friday, and then they knocked it down at the end of the day. Once it goes above the 2.66 area, then it's going to spook the market. It probably is going to do a kind of – I think it's going to rumble up later this year closer to 3% on the 10-year. And I think we're getting close – to spooking the market right now, you have to understand, Oscar. We're sort of in a blow-off phase where nobody can lose any money in the market. Uh, everybody is, even the bears, are convinced the market's going to go up here for a number of months. I'm not completely convinced on that. I, I think you're headed okay. for a problem, but so so we're if, getting
3: we're getting close as far as this. If three percent would be something that might do it, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. yeah I think that's I think that's what you're looking at is closer to three percent.
3: Okay, oh. and then the other question I have inflation you know is on stock prices inflationary like are they i mean are they are they an inflation problem in, in itself the stock prices they're you know wh- wh- how come people never mention that how inflationary stock prices are
2: well in theory yes you're right they are and I, I tell you what there's another theory out there that says rising interest rates are actually inflationary and there's a real school of thoughts that says when you took these rates down to zero at the federal reserve it was actually very de- deflationary in in interest, interest rates rising is inflationary because the cost of money is going up everybody seems to think that that is a uh, you know you, we sit there and watch the, the price of 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 food and gasoline and hospital and education uh, and, and automobiles, like in town, real, real like estate,
3: been going up quite a bit. Yeah. And then the rent, the rental, uh, right? Rent I saw so high. That that's very inflationary for people. I mean, there's a lot of people homeless because, you know, uh, they cannot afford uh, rental property in, in in these major cities in the United States. Oh no,
2: no, I, I was talking to somebody down in one of the, the towns south of of just south of Houston, pretty close in. And they're telling me they that you can't find a house for under hundred and twenty thousand dollars there.
3: Yeah. So that why isn't that in the inflation? Uh, you, you know?
2: A couple of things. What they 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 do it's not exactly. The, I think they do the the, the the it's a rent type of thing, and and so it's really missed. So that so the the housing price doesn't come in. It's the rental, in 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 which that, you have to understand, Oscar. The government has done everything they can to chain down the. Uh, the inflation to make it to, to to weigh it down so it doesn't look good so they've used they've come up with, as an example your computer every year you buy a new computer it's about a thousand bucks am I right for the last it seems like 15 20 years right
3: well they've been coming down the computers and televisions and things of that type
2: yeah but but see here's the typically when I buy a computer it seems like it's about a thousand bucks every single time now now my computer is much more powerful every time I get it so what the, what what the the Federal Reserve and the government says is, look, you're getting a more powerful computer, so the computer goes down. Uh, same with your cell phone. So, you know, my cell phone. These cell phones are now like six hundred bucks a piece or something. You get an Apple or more than that in some cases. Whereas it used to be, you know, hundred, two hundred dollars for. A, what they say is, is look, you're getting a smartphone. It's much more powerful. It does more things. So the cost didn't actually go up. And so what they've done is they've done everything they can to reduce the. So it, so the the reported number is lower. It, it hedonic, they call it hedonically adjusted inflation. Now here's the problem, that works real well when everything is tied to inflation and for your for your social security. Uh, a lot of uh, union contracts and government contracts are priced to inflation, and even rental contracts and different things are are priced to the CPI or the PPI. Here's the problem. If you're in a deflationary world with really low inflation and you're the Fed and you're trying to gauge where inflation is and you're trying to get inflation up, if you've chained it down so much, it's artificially being held down and you're not getting a good number. Does anyone out there really believe inflation the last couple of years has been one and a half percent? Do you ask? No, heck
3: no. Look at the price of, you know, tires and the price of oil, you know. uh, Everything. uh, 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 Everything's so high. Uh, so that's what I'm saying. This is fussy math, and I think it's going to catch up somewhere like I don't know in what fashion it's going to be doing it, but I'm telling you, this this thing is just it's not the real world.
2: Yeah. No. That that's just it, and and, and so, but so the problem is the Fed has been keeping rates too low. Because because they they, they've been looking at the wrong inflation. They they should have been. There's actually a New York Fed number that's like a real inflation or something. You know, they try to come up with a true inflation number, and I want to say it's closer to three percent right now, which is which which seems like a, a much more concrete and honest number. So so that's kind of a long answer to your question, and and so really what we're seeing here is. Inflation is definitely going up, and one of the big things I think we're going to see happen this year, you're already seeing it, is people are talking about $1,000 bonuses for all their employees. They're talking about raises. They're talking about Walmart put a minimum wage of $11 in their stores and uh, because they're all trying to come up with something to increase wages. Now, a lot of them will tell you it's the tax bill, which it is because it's giving them some extra money to do something. But the other hey, reason, hey, hey Ted, yeah. would you would
3: you recommend at this point this question tips T I P S mutual funds or what do you think? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like forward? tips.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, because, yeah treasury inflation buy, I've protected securities. I've been buying the tips mutual funds, you know, and cost averaging in kind of thing as it goes up. I've been cost. Uh, is that a good strategy? Yeah, think? yeah,
2: we like the tips right here.
3: Okay, well, thank you, Ted.
2: Okay, we actually, in full disclosure, we own them for our clients. Thank you Ted. Thanks Oscar. Now to expand upon Oscar's question, I'm getting a little long-winded on this, but uh oh, we got to take a break. But but the final, final thing with this is inflation is uh th- the reason they're paying the bonuses, increasing wages Moving up the minimum wage company wide is because they can't find workers, and their workers want wages. We talked to talk to one of our clients. He was telling us that at the company, they're having to increase wages for people because people, you know, they, if they don't, they're going to go somewhere else, and they got to keep their good people. It's hard with the 4.1 percent inflation that's considered full employment. We're at full employment. The economy's accelerating. Wages are starting to go up, and we're starting to see inflation. That inflation is not good for a stock market that's at record highs, and rates are going up. We're going to talk some more about that and how that's going to affect your, four, your 401k, particularly your IRA rollover, when, when we get back right here on the Max Out Saving Show.
1: The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages.
2: This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At MaxOutSavings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
4: And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512NewMedia.com.
1: Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money.
2: Max Out Savings Show. Uh, uh, if you have any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Right, we're, talk- we're talking, look, what we, said, we write about this in our Max Out Savings Report. Interest rates are going up. The market has gone up on declining interest rates for the last eight years, you know, kind of drifting up and down as the Fed has flooded the world of money. Now they're pulling the money out. We have another chart in our report. I have a number of charts showing that the 2-year yield on the ten, on the 10-year 2-year treasury is now above the S&P uh dividend yield. And and the only time that that has happened is uh has been back in uh in uh, 2008, 2009. And, and so interest rates are really going up. I mean, there was a huge gap. There was nearly a one and a half percent gap where I could just get more than the two year treasury just by in, investing in the S and P 500, a one and a half percent more. That's all gone away. Rates are rising here and that's going to, that's going to start slowing down these markets. Tell you what, let's take a call from who's uh, from Kim. Oh, Kim, how are you doing today?
3: Good. How are you? Ted? Happy Great. new year to you.
2: Happy new year. Thank you.
3: Thank you. Uh, uh I have I have questions on the uh GE stocks. Uh you know, uh a c- couple of days ago JP Morgan changed the GE's target price from uh 17 to $16 and uh but yeah. you know the the stock market, you know, uh doesn't react to that and then uh GE, GE stock price is game, is being uh, has been going up uh starting two thousand and eighteen so do you think the uh, the bottom is in and uh, and plus will trump tax reform help g e fix their problems? I will hand up and listen thank you so much
2: thank you kim wow that 's a good question uh, you know g e has really been going down back in October it was in the twenties it's it 's up a little bit. But, you know, th- this one has, has rebounded some, and it really, that looks like it went as low as $16, and now it's around 18 19 I hear a couple of problems. GE, GE has been running the company. It, it, people have been complaining about, the analysts have been complaining about GE for a while, that the earnings are so complicated, no one can even figure them out. They've been using one accounting trick after another to boost up earnings, and they finally... Have hit a wall, and that and that's the reason you see the stock has plunged down to sixteen, eighteen dollars. Look, I think if you want to hold this stock long term, it sh- it should make you money. But understand, they have a lot of debt, and they have a, a very large pension uh, obligation, uh, a deficit on the, on their pensions, so that they're going to have to put money in, and they're starting to do that some. They, one of the reasons they took a big write off recently to to put more money into their pensions because they were so underfunded. They've got real problems at GE. Uh, It's going to take them some time to get through it. At this level, it's probably not going to hurt you for a while, but it's going to take time to get it back. If the industrial sector really starts to take off, that's one area that GE is pretty good at. They do a lot of stuff with everything from turbines to engines, uh, all types of things like that. So So they should do well. Uh, but but the stock is is you know the analysts hate it right now. Uh, it's going to take them time to get back. So this is a long term uh, hold. We you know we we've been, we we did some stuff with IBM this week. Uh, IBM is you know it, it's been it's gone nowhere for five or six years, uh, really longer than that. And uh, is is the the it's taken them years and years and years of restructuring. And I think GE has done that. I think GE is in the same boat, but GE is probably a couple years. It's going to take a number of years for GE to come back, unfortunately. And, and so if you want to do a long term hold, yes. Uh, if you want to do something short term, you know, that's going to pop, that's probably not the one. But if the economy starts accelerating the way it appears to be, that's good for GE. That's General Electric. Used to be one of the great companies out there and they just they, they got involved in finance and 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 they really over levered it. it quite frankly, if it had wouldn't have been for the Federal Reserve, GE would have collapsed in 2008 or 2009. I mean, there's absolutely no doubt about it. They were close to losing their financing, and because it was such a uh, kind of a, a financial house house of cards. And, and, and so they've been working on this for a while. We, they got the new the new president and their MLT has left uh, new CEO, and I think that should be very positive. Uh, some of that stuff. It was astounding. What was the story? GE, Emma would fly around the, the world in his plane and he would have a backup plane in case his plane failed or broke down. He wouldn't have to wait any. it was just <laughs> the most ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if he thought he was the president of the United States or what, but I, it just seems like money was no object at the corporate suite at GE. So, and, and that attitude comes through. And that, uh, I tell you what, it's fascinating how These companies that do the best over the long term tend to be really tight on pinching pennies. And you you see it out there. They watch their pennies. They watch them closely. And, uh, you know, the people that are throwing around money all over the place eventually catches up to them. I got any questions? 713-339-1070. Hey, a couple interesting things with the tax bill. I wanted to go over some. some, Y'all have probably heard quite a bit on the tax bill. And, and I wanted to go over a couple things. One, one thing they eliminated, this is a few things you might not know or have thought about. The They've eliminated the marriage tax uh, for individuals with taxable incomes up to $500,000. And so this has always been something that people were, you know, if be, if you were married, two, two single people kind of had a better deal than married a married couple. And so they've eliminated that. Again, uh, th- 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 you, you want to try to increase... You want to try to encourage marriage. You want to try to encourage children. You want to give the tax breaks in there. And they seem to do a lot of that in this tax bill. Uh, Everybody knows the long-term capital (laughs) gains are staying at 20%. Here's a couple things you don't know. If I ask you, what are the long-term capital gains? What are they? You just, I said 20%, right? Okay, so they're not if you earn less than 71 77,000 dollars or 50 uh 77,000 for a married couple your in, your capital gains rate is actually zero a lot of people don't realize that it 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 goes up over time and, and this is one i think a lot of people uh, for incomes uh, uh capital gains and actually, dividends face a 15% rate for married taxpayers with incomes up to 479 thousand dollars. Your real capital gains rate is only 15% up to that level. Once you get above that, then it gets you get into the 20% area. So, so this is something that 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 I think a lot of people don't understand. When when I, I ask y'all what is the capital gains rate, everyone in their mind thinks 20%. Uh, well, most people do. Some people like I don't know, but. Uh, you see a surprising number of people I don't know but uh, the what what this is so remember a couple numbers if you're earning a married couple under seventy seven thousand you're paying no taxes on capital gains if if you're a married couple under four hundred and seventy nine thousand it's only fifteen percent uh so that's something to think about uh there are no personal or dependent exemptions after two thousand seventeen but the standard deduction is doubled to Twenty-four thousand dollars for married couples, and the uh, the houses. If you have a million-dollar home, you still get you can deduct up to, the, to for the interest rate deduction up to a a million dollars of principal, but going forward, you can only deduct seventy-five thousand dollars. Uh, Another interesting thing you might not know is home equity mortgage interest isn't deductible after 2017. And by the way, it doesn't matter if you if you took out the loan in the past. There's no grandfathering in on this. Another interesting thing. Uh, And this is this is another one. I tell you the things that really hurt these high tax states more than anything in the world. New York, uh, Massachusetts in California, where the the. They've limited the deductibility of of uh, state and local taxes to ten thousand dollars. Of course, here in Houston, we get hit pretty hard by this too. Uh, and they also the 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 seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars going forward on the on the the homes. I mean, it, this really goes after some of these things. And one of the reasons this was put in place, everybody gets upset. It's, but one of the reasons that gets this in in place is these com- these city, these cities. And states will tell you, look, we're giving so much to the federal government compared to other places. That might be true. But what's happening is a lot of it is coming back with deductions. So people are deducting all the taxes and they're, and they're getting 25, 30, 35 percent for the high tax bracket people. They're getting that back from the federal government. So what what this has been that the federal government has been massively subsidizing states and local municipalities taxes. Because they're giving you back, when you pay those taxes, the government's giving you back whatever your tax rate is back as a refund on it. So if I pay, in the past, if I paid $100,000 in state and local taxes, uh, you know, property tax, all those type of things, I, 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 you know, in the 38% tax bracket, uh, I get a $100,000 deduction. So the, I get a $38,000 deduction back from the government. And, and so that's that's what this is all about and this is why the big war between the the the, the red and the blue states it and and this is going to put further pressure on on those states to start cutting their taxes being more judicious with the money uh and and it's something we just have not seen so this is something so there's a few things that 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 change not a lot of changes with the uh the uh the four hundred and one k went up. I think a couple hundred, five hundred dollars or something. You could put in not really very much changes at all. Uh, the uh, uh, you know the, the 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 taxes for inclusion of social security benefits on gross income, Medicare premium, and three point eight percent investment uh, surtax stayed in place. Uh, you know those were the big ones. Uh, with an IRA, you you lose the ability to recharacterize or reverse a conversion to a Roth. That's one thing that changed in 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 here as well. Uh, the estate tax doubled; uh, it, it went up to one point nine eight million dollars per person. It, so it's effectively eleven million, just a couple thousand or eleven million. So you're talking about you get twenty two million dollars as a family of a state deduction, which I think is a much better number. You say 22 million is a lot of money. It is. But if you've got four kids, it's five million apiece. And these, you know, you're not these people aren't Warren Buffett at that level. I mean, it's you start looking at what it really takes to retire on. Nowadays, the numbers are just absurd, particularly with these low interest rates. So I think this is a little fairer thing. Twenty two million dollars that covers a big chunk of a of, of a family business you got to have a pretty good sized business to be above uh, the the business being worth twenty two billion. and after you get some some deductions you know you get put some discounts for uh for uh, lack of liquidity or partnership interest and things like that you're talking about a good sized business a good sized ranch a big you know a big farm you're talking a really big farm uh the the uh so that that's a pretty fair number. That's probably a good place for it to be for now, uh, and, and so that's another change to the tax law. So th- so those those are some of the things that have really changed with with, with the thing. Most people are going to get deductions out there, uh, uh, you know, pretty much across the board. Uh, but I, I th- they're going to adjust in February. The, the IRS is going to adjust the deductions table, so that means people are going to get more money and checks in their pocket pretty quickly. So this is why you're seeing the acceleration in the economy. So we're coming up here on a quick break. Uh, if you got got any questions or comments, this is the last segment of the show, 713-339-1070. By the way, uh, if you're not on the free max-out savings report... Uh, Go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, or if you need help with your retirement, your IRA rollover, that's what we do. We manage people's IRA rollovers at Max Out Savings Advisors using our value investing approach. We do a lot of risk analysis. Uh, We think there's a tremendous amount of risk out there in the market. You really have got to sit there and be much more up on this. Uh, and, And we're going to talk about this some in the next segment. So if you need some help with your IRA rollover, you can Schedule an appointment by going to the website, MaxOutSavings.com, but at least sign up for the free report. It's MaxOutSavings.com. That's MaxOutSavings.com.
1: If you've got savings and investment questions, Ted Gioka has answers. Call the Max Out Savings Show now at 713-339-1070. We'll be
4: right back. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer.
1: schydraulics.com
4: Maybe I didn't love you
2: quite as often as I could have Maybe I didn't treat you Willie Nelson, the great Willie Nelson.
4: Why uh,
2: Willie is just a genuine American institution. I mean, it's just un- unlike almost anyone out there. It's just remarkable. Uh, tell you what, if you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-107. This is a live show here in Houston, Texas. Uh, and that's what Tom did. Hello, Tom. How you doing?
3: Hey, good morning. Good morning. Wanted to check in because uh, I do live in Houston, the Pasadena-Laporte-Deer Park area. Oh, excellent. Uh, I think the stock market is just incredibly great right now. And uh, I'd like to see the local businesses uh, succeed, expand, grow. And I've I've been seeing a lot of it here. And I've already got a little bit of oil and gas going on. But I was wondering what you might think about some other local opportunities, local local stocks that might be of interest that uh, I'm not seeing because... Uh, I do see a lot of growth in this area, but, I, you know, like I've got to fill well, 66 and a few others. But what do you see other than oil and gas going on locally?
2: Look, I, I think I'm kind of hesitant to mention individual stocks, but I I think the oil and gas sector, and I write about this in the report this, this week, is really one of the better places. Oil's around $63, $64. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's gone. It's literally run 20 points, since $20 a barrel since September. These companies are making pretty reasonably good money here. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I think you, I think uh, the, across the sector, as long as uh, they've got good businesses and are in good areas, uh, that you want you would pick up. I mean, look, I, I like some of the some of the mid mid sized ones. Your pioneers, your Apaches. Apache's got a phenomenally good uh, set of of stuff, which we actually own. This full disclosure in over in the uh, Davis Mountain area. They've got a huge amount of acreage, which they've almost locked up to themselves. I think some of the pipeline companies, uh, the, the stu- particularly if they're Texas-based or in the in the uh, Marcellus, those areas, the Marcellus, Utica, and the and the and the uh, the Midland Basin. These are places that are going to be producing oil for the next fifty years. So if you have if you have infrastructure in those areas, those are really good places to be. So if you want to be in longer type reserves. Uh I, I I think uh that's where you want to be. I think chemical companies since with record low gas prices uh record low natural gas in particular is very valuable to the chemical companies this is good all this stuff, the stuff these plants as you know being over where you're at well those plants are basically cash machines which is really good with accelerating economy that's good Residence. so so that's an area look i had a big discussion this week with a friend of mine on uh, uh bitcoin and cryptocurrencies in the in they're mining cryptocurrencies they've got to be mined with using the distributed blockchain ledgers. This is increasing electricity demand. And, and and so one of the ways to play this is through electricity demand. And one of the cheaper areas for electricity is actually Louisiana and Texas. So they, I think the energy sector, electricity is exciting. I think there's a lot of exciting things going on in, in, in the state right now. As the economy goes up, I'm looking for more factories and equipment to come here and, uh, and some of the infrastructure players, there, there's there's some of them, uh, Qantas is an interesting company here in town that does infrastructure. Uh, so, I mean, I think there's a lot of, I mean, I think we are very, very well positioned. People are pouring out of California and New York to come to Texas because of, we're, we're a place of, of, it's a conservative state. We have conservative values. We have low taxes. We have low re, uh, reasonable re- regulation And and uh, a good workforce, so I think it's exciting on all fronts here for Houston.
3: I agree, I agree. And one last question: there with uh, you know, I've got a few ETFs, but how do you feel about ETFs versus individual stocks?
2: That's a tough one. Look, ETFs have done really well. We've got some ETFs in the portfolio. Look, I think one of the things that's going to happen this year, I wrote, I, haven't re- I wrote about this to a very limited extent. I didn't really write about this in particular, but a correction in the market in the, in the outlook. My, look, I think sometime this year we're going to have a liquidity event because of ETFs in the VIX. And when that happens, you're going to see a, a huge air pocket in the markets. I think the problem is everybody, it's, it's everyone's in the same stuff. I think stock pickers in individual stocks are going to outperform for the next 10 years. Because of that. Everyone's in these things. They're all piled into them, and they're all either just leaving them in there passively or they're using robo-investors or computer programs to trade them. Every one of these programs are going to kick off exactly the same results at exactly the same
3: time. Sure. Well, it's an exciting time and way to go, Texas. Keep it up, Texas.
2: Yeah, thanks, Tom. But, yeah, look, I think uh, kind of a short answer to your question is, I think you're right. Energy, we believe, is going to be one of the sectors that outperform in 2000. It's one of the sectors that's reasonably priced. Uh, so, some of the P.E. ratios are kind of up there, but, but their earnings quite it, – it's kind of like the highest earnings, strangely enough, aren't the top of, of markets. They tend to be at the very bottom where nobody's making any money, and a lot of these energy companies weren't making any money. I, I think $20 to, to $64, you can see a lot of earnings surprises in energy. So, something to think about. Uh, the look at so we we write a lot about this in the in the max out savings report. Uh, it's interesting. We wrote, put this report out almost the same day. Uh, uh, a, a an article came out of the uh, Telegraph, UK Telegraph, kind of detailing almost it almost read like our report. Uh, I was you know, and this guy is, is one of the sharper people out there, financial people uh, writers in the world, and so I really. Uh, I think this is really a good report. It lays out the case that we're seeing interest rates going up and is the bull market that's going on for 30 years in in bonds uh, over. I I think one of the other things for 2018, look, I think the Federal Reserve in absolutely the European Central Bank is behind the curve. Uh, I think they should have been raising rates three years ago. I think they didn't do it. I, I think that they, they, they didn't want to upset. the. Uh, they did everything they could to kind of lay the groundwork for Hillary Clinton at the Fed, and they didn't want to raise rates that aggressively. I think they're behind the curve. You could see them, if this market keeps going up, they might have to do something. You can clearly see they're very concerned about the market. The valuations, I'll, I'll repeat it again. If you run through a lot of evaluations based on price-to-sales, price-to-cash flow, CAPE, which is the cyclically adjusted P.E. ratio, the Cape Schiller ratio, you're looking at 1999 and 29 levels. Now, having said that, the market could still shoot up here in the next couple months. But understand it's very, very expensive. You don't see this very often and rates are starting to go up and the money is starting to come out of the system. So so the Fed could be put in a box here. Later this, you know, pretty quickly if if they're not careful, and this is something I think people aren't real cognizant of, and this is what we talk about. Why is that two year going up? Like that the two years breaking out, the ten years breaking out, they're kind of broken out a little bit. They could drop back down, but you, yeah, you know, th- this is what you what you're seeing right now. So we write about this in the max out saving report. So I think you keep your bonds shorter term, shorter term on bonds. Uh, I, I think you want to look at stuff that. You know, there's basically two schools of thought. You get in the hottest momentum plays out there and ride it up with a tight stop, hoping you can get out while before the thing collapses, or you try to get in the stuff for the next trend, the next thing that's about to happen. I think commodities are the next trend, energy is the next trend, uh, short-term bonds are the next trend, uh, precious metals are the next trend. Those are the next trends. To, to, and, but it's you know you got we're We're in this kind of phase here of 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 this blow off situation in the market, something we want to see. Uh, the dollar, we wrote the dollar was going to go up this year. We're positioned that way for our clients. It, it's not quite happening yet. I think it still will. Uh, Precious Metals is performing very well. Uh, I think energy is very exciting in uh, some of these companies that are restructuring. In some of the companies, we're looking at ways to play The the cryptocurrency, the blockchain, the distributed ledger, which is a huge thing going forward, which is going to, and we're looking at at some, we kind of mentioned electricity. We're looking at a number of ways to play that. Uh, Some of the tech companies that are cheap. There's actually some cheap tech companies out there. So a lot of neat things, uh, but we write about a lot of the stuff in the Max Out Savings Report. Uh, We're going to be writing about it this year. Go to the website. This is a free report. We put it together for you to help you out to understand the markets. Uh, We sent it out for free for 10 years over 10 years we've written about some great stuff in there sometimes we're right sometimes we're wrong but i think we come up with a lot of really good stuff in the report and we try to get we oftentimes we're ahead of what you're reading about from the best people in the world we get ahead of that and that's what really i try to do uh so go to the website, maxoutsavings.com. And if you need help with your retirement, uh, if you're coming up on retirement, that's what we do at, at uh, Max Out Savings Advisors. We're value investors in the stock and bond market. We do a lot of work on risk analysis uh, to, w- to to protect you from these crises. When other people's accounts were down 57%, we try to come up with strategies. And I think we're pretty good at it, of anticipating it and positioning ahead of it to try to avoid a lot of the, the damages being done. And I think this is a tremendously risky market. There's some great rewards in it here, but you've got to be careful. So if you need some help, go to our website. It's maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com with an S. And I'll be happy to help you out. And remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. Final question. Quiz. What is the capital gains rate? 20%. But if you're under $478,000 and married, you're only paying 15%. So understand the taxes. There are some changes in the tax bill. Understand the taxes and don't just understand. Dig down and I think you'll help out. Dig down with your investments. That's what makes a difference. Tell you what, we'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Saving Show. Until then, have a great weekend.